Genomics Revolution. Hello, and welcome to Genomics Revolution. This is Matthew Hecker. And this is Miranda Mordew, bringing you in from the Hiram College Genetics course of 2020. As we stand in April 2020, the world is currently in a state of flux with COVID-19, a novel coronavirus that is taking the world by storm, and not in a good way. In light of COVID-19, our topic for today is another variety of novel coronavirus, MERS coronavirus. This stands for Middle East Respiratory Syndrome Coronavirus, but we'll be calling it MERS from here on out. MERS was first reported in 2012 in Saudi Arabia in the respiratory tract of a businessman who had died from viral pneumonia. It was the first highly pathogenic coronavirus since the SARS coronavirus in 2003. This virus had a very high mortality rate of greater than 35%. The MERS genome is single-stranded RNA and is made up of about 30,000 bases. Though it's sometimes hard to think about the scale of genetics, this is a relatively small genome size that contains only 10 open reading frames, or ORFs. Each one of these ORFs is a section in which transcription can occur. So one of these ORFs is actually encoding for a polyprotein. This is a large encoded structure that can be cleaved in order to serve different purposes. Basically a conglomeration of different proteins that can be broken up and used as necessary. So in the case of MERS, this polyprotein encodes viral replicase and the methods of interaction with ribosomes. Basically, this polyprotein allows for the infection and takeover of host cells to replicate itself, while the rest of the ORFs translate to structural and functional proteins. These proteins are responsible for getting the polyprotein into host cells. Knowing this, what else can genetics tell us about MERS? So, based on genomic comparisons, it is very likely that the strain of MERS that eventually came to affect humans began development in the dromedary camel. With MERS, the evidence of human-to-human -human transmission is differing based on the location the virus was found. In Riyadh, there were cases of human transmission, but in other places, they were not observed. This means that some of the infections of humans beyond the initial cases are a result of contact with livestock. So because of this discrete infection from various sources, it was actually discovered that there are many different strands of MERS. In a study from 2013, 21 samples of MERS were examined from different patients in different areas, and 10 different genomes were produced for the virus. This means that MERS infections are not limited to human contact, and this will obviously affect the manner in which the virus must be addressed. MERS has also shown some resistance to the innate immune response of the body. The codon selectivity in MERS is variable in three genetic clusters, each of which have developed a codon bias to survive inside the host. By using different codon sequences to encode the proteins, the immune system is not able to recognize the virus as effectively. In different strains, this leads to adaptation to resist the human immune system, making MERS a more dangerous virus. As of now, there is no specific cure for MERS, but levels of infection remain relatively low due to low human transmission in various strains, as well as potentially lethal symptoms from the onset, which cause quarantining very quickly. Now, I'd hate to end on too negative of a note, so let me just say this. Scientists all over the world are very capable at what they do, and they will be able to figure out a way to defeat MERS, as well as the current COVID-19. Just remember to continue listening and learning.
Thank you all for listening. This has been Genomics Revolution. Genomics Revolution.